Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Tuesday, July 25th, and we start with local news. The Murray County School Board was unable to finalize its decision on whether to approve or deny the ongoing debate about whether to allow the establishment of an American Classical Academy charter school in Murray County. The item, which was discussed as part of a special called meeting last week, will now reappear on another agenda for another special called meeting starting at 5 p.m. on Thursday, July 27th. The board called an additional meeting due to the board not being able to generate enough votes to approve or deny the proposal, each of which requires six votes. Two board members, District 7 board member Will Sims and District 10 board member Wayne Lindsay, were also not present to cast their votes. Both previously denied the charter's application when the item was last considered in April, when it failed by a narrow 6-5 to five vote. If the board cannot reach a decision... This week, the item will approve by default on July 30th, 60 days following the application's May 30th resubmittal. The ACA is overseen by umbrella company American Classical Education, or ACE, which is looking to open additional charter schools in other Middle Tennessee counties, such as Williamson, Rutherford, and Montgomery and Madison County in West Tennessee. Most recently, the charter was approved in Rutherford County in April, while the Clarksville-Montgomery school system voted to disapprove. Last week's meeting began with 20 minutes of public debate, with citizens in favor or against the proposal each allowed 10 minutes to plead their case. The opposing side argued multiple potential issues the charter school poses if approved, including its potential effect on local taxpayers. There were also concerns regarding the school's values regarding inclusivity and that the school would only be welcome to a select number of children. There were also issues regarding the organization itself, which is not operated via a nonprofit, but the ACE Educational Management Organization, or EMO. The EMO is not a nonprofit, and so I'd kind of like to know where the money is going, Jackie Lightfoot Marshall, one concerned citizen, said. The history curriculum, which I've read over, is just wrong. It's whitewashing and doesn't cover all of history, she said. Former Vice Mayor Krista Martin, who also opposes the charter, addressed how the school could affect taxpayers and that there are important questions still lingering to be answered. The people of Murray County who are paying for Murray County schools, the taxpayers, deserve answers, Martin said. How will we build and operate a school for some students, and where will the school be built? How many buses will you have to buy and drivers will you have to hire to drive students from all across this big county to get to wherever this school is being built, she asked. For those in favor, they saw it was an opportunity to not only address the needs of children with special needs, such as autism, but to provide the kind of care unavailable in some fam- with some families currently. No one is saying the charter school is the right thing for every family, but charter schools offer something we all can agree on, and that's choice, Murray County Commissioner Gabe Howard said. The idea to introduce a new school to our education landscape is not a decision to be taken lightly. However, it's important to remember that the approval of this charter school does not in any way signify relinquishment of control. The Murray County School Board retains the power to oversee the operation of this charter school and, if necessary, revoke its charter. Therefore, the risk is minimal, while the potential benefits are significant, he said. 
In the end, school board chairman Michael Fulbright noted that despite the differing views from citizens, as well as members of the board, they all share the common goal of simply wanting the best for the community's children. I believe every person in here, in their heart, wants the best for the children and families of Murray County, Chairman Fulbright said. We can talk about our differences and our divisions, but we are united in that belief. Undoubtedly, we all have different views on how that can be accomplished, he said. Once discussion returned to board members, the difference of opinion and which side to support was as divided as the citizen comments. For some, like District 11 board member Jackson Carter, approving the proposed charter would be beneficial for a number of reasons. For example, the county would retain authority over the charter, rather than it becoming the responsibility of the state pending a denial. If we turn this down tonight, ACE has every right to appeal to the state, and I'm led to believe that they probably will, Carter said. When that happens, there will be a hearing in Murray County, and we will have to state objective reasons for our denial— And it can't be ideological. It has to be based on objective reasons, he said. Those who oppose, like District 3 board member Jamila Brown, argued that the charter would be a burden on the taxpayers not benefiting from its services. As an elected official, our job is to be there for our community, our students, the parents and teachers. And we have heard from numerous people in this community that they do not want this charter school, Brown said. It's our job to listen to our community, and if it goes to the state, then so what? That's how I look at it, and if it goes to the state, it's going to open a can of worms that some of you all don't want to be opened, she said. A vote to approve was initially motioned by Carter and seconded by District 8 board member Austin Hooper, which resulted in a majority 5-4 to vote. However, according to stipulations of the application, the vote would require six votes, either in favor or denial, to become official. Unable to reach a definitive conclusion, the only other option was to hold another special called meeting. Obviously, I didn't make it any secret that I want this thing approved, but I also don't want to play political games to make it happen, Fulbright said. It's the right thing to do for Will, for Mr. Lindsay, and everybody in the county, he said. The school board will revisit the ACA charter school proposal starting at 5 p.m. on Thursday, July 27th. Four Tennessee wineries received awards for their wines at the 13th Annual New York International Wine Competition and the 2023 Finger Lakes International Wine and Spirits Competition. More than 1,400 wine submissions were submitted from over 23 countries for both competitions. Columbia's Farmstead Cellar was among the wineries receiving recognition. In the 13th Annual New York International Wine Competition, Farmstead Cellar won a silver medal for its 2021 Farmstead Vigneron Reserve, It was also recognized as Tennessee's White Non-Vinifera Winery of the Year. In the 2023 Finger Lakes International Wine and Spirits Competition, Farmstead Cellar won two bronze awards for Impressions, The Farmhouse, Norton Cynthiana, 2021, and Vigneron Reserve, Chardonnay, 2021. We are thrilled that these amazing Tennessee wineries and vineyards have been recognized at these prestigious competitions, said Laura Swanson, executive director of the Tennessee Farm Wine Growers Alliance and Tennessee Wine Trail. We're proud to have wines produced in our very own state highlighted on an international scale and encourage wine lovers to visit each of these wineries for tastings and bottles, she said. The Tennessee Wine Trail plays an ever-growing role in Tennessee's tourism industry, with more than $74 million spent by visitors annually as they enjoy beautiful vineyards and destinations across the state. 
For more information on Tennessee Wines and the Tennessee Wine Trail, visit www.tennesseewines.com. Altium Cells, GM, and LG's joint venture EV battery manufacturing company revealed its talent acquisition strategy for operating its 2.8 million square foot plant. Needing a total employee count of 1,700 people when fully staffed, Altium Cells will emphasize building long-term relationships with rural and often economically disadvantaged communities in the south, east, and west of its factory. For communities like Centerville, Mount Pleasant, Summertown, and Lewisburg, where nearby economic and career opportunities have been scarce, the relatively short commute is a welcome development. According to 2022 data from the Economic Innovation Group, the Altium Cells facility is within a 45-minute drive of seven at-risk zip codes and under one hour from two distressed zip codes. Fortunately, Tennessee has been proactive in developing the educational infrastructure and talent Altium Cells needs to operate, said Plant Director Chris DeSottles. Citing the expansion of vocational and community college access, DeSottles believes Altium Cells can help spread the opportunity of Tennessee's thriving EV economy to economically disadvantaged parts of the state. We hope to employ team members wherever they are in their educational journey, DeSottles said, before referencing the company's tuition reimbursement program that allows employees to pursue their education while working at the plant. To make the strategy work, Altium Cells has been taking an in-person approach to talent acquisition, reaching out to local chambers of commerce, attending community events, volunteering with local organizations, and hosting multiple job fairs. It's definitely more challenging to generate interest organically, DeSaldo said, but we want to be a community partner as well as an economic driver, and that requires building a long-term relationship with our neighbors, he said. Interested job seekers can find career opportunities at the company's website at www.altiumcell.com. Altium Cells is a joint venture between General Motors and LG Energy Solution that will mass-produce Altium battery cells to advance the push for zero-emissions all-electric future. Altium Cells will provide battery cell capacity to support GM's North American electric vehicle assembly capacity of more than 1 million units by mid-decade, while supporting GM's plans to supply other automotive companies and other industries, including rail, aerospace, heavy trucking, and marine customers. For more information about Altium Cells, please visit www.altiumcell.com. The Wired Mastermind Group is now accepting applications to participate. The Wired Mastermind Group was launched in 2021 by Murray Alliance and the Spring Hill Chamber for local entrepreneurs and CEOs. This exclusive group is limited to 10 local entrepreneurs and CEOs who are selected through an application process. The purpose of the group is to foster growth and development through the sharing of experiences, lessons learned, and game-changing moments. This environment will allow each participant to showcase their expertise while also developing additional skill sets showcased by the other participants. If you are ready to connect with like-minded individuals locally and are looking for growth opportunities by learning in a peer-to-peer environment and contributing to the growth of other businesses, then this is an opportunity you will want to take advantage of. Visit www.murrayalliance.com forward slash wired for more information. The deadline to apply is July 28th. In October of 2006, the first baby was admitted to the newly opened Neonatal Intensive Care Unit, or NICU, at Murray Regional Medical Center. 
Almost 17 years later, that baby, now a high schooler, and his family have an even greater connection with the hospital where he spent his first few weeks. On July 4th, parents Brian and Bridget Zayden and older brother Jordan took baby Lakin home from Murray Regional Medical Center for the first time. Lakin was born June 26th, five weeks premature, and she spent several days in the care of the specialists in the NICU. While a stay in the NICU can be difficult for any baby's parents, the Zaydens had good reason to believe Lakin was in excellent hands. Jordan was born on October 9, 2006 at Murray Regional Medical Center, two months premature. He was the first baby ever admitted to the NICU at Murray Regional Medical Center, which officially opened on October 16, 2006. The care Jordan received in the NICU gave the Zaydens confidence Lakin would have the same experience, especially considering she was under the care of the same physician, Dr. Donna Whitney, a specialist in neonatology on the Murray Regional Medical Staff. It definitely feels like deja vu, Brian said. It obviously worked out well the first time, and we had full faith this time would be the same. It's convenient, confident care here. For us, it was relieving that we knew what was coming, and we had a level of confidence that we knew she was getting good care, he said. Being able to hold Lakin in the NICU was a fulfilling moment for Jordan, who turned 17 this year and is a rising junior at Spring Hill High School. It was exciting. She kept giving me a side eye and funny looks, he said. It does give me some pride that she was born here, he said. It also was a special moment for Dr. Whitney, who's seen the NICU at Murray Regional Medical Center grow drastically since she cared for Jordan way back in 2006. It's always very rewarding to see patients that have graduated and been in our care doing well in the world, Dr. Whitney said. It really is an honor to serve our patients in this community. That was our goal in having the NICU here so that patients can be cared for closer to home. The NICU at Murray Regional Medical Center is a Level 2 neonatal intensive care unit with providers certified in many clinical specialties, including neonatology physicians and neonatal nurse practitioners provided by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt. Specialized care is provided to newborns with a wide variety of health conditions, such as prematurity, respiratory problems, and infections. In the 17 years since opening the unit, the specialists in the NICU at Murray Regional Medical Center have operated with a dedication to providing the best and most compassionate care available. That didn't go unnoticed by the Zaydens. Dr. Whitney and all of the nurses in the NICU were also amazing, Bridget said, just knowing that every day Lakin was very well taken care of and that they had answers to any questions I had made me feel better as a new mother, and we appreciate everything they did for her, she said. Murray Regional Medical Center has been recognized with a Best for Babies Award from the Tennessee Hospital Association for consecutive years. It also earned the Joint Commission's Gold Seal of Approval for prenatal care certification. The fourth floor of the medical center is entirely dedicated to childbirth and gynecological care, offering spacious suites where mothers can experience labor, delivery, and recovery in comfort and privacy. The Murray Regional Medical Center Mother-Baby Unit also practices couplet care, allowing babies to room in with their mothers to enhance the new early bonding experience. For more information about the NICU and other childbirth services offered by Murray Regional Medical Center, visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash childbirth. Join Murray Alliance for a legislative lunch featuring Congressman Andy Ogles for a stimulating discussion around the current issues facing our business community and nation. 
This exclusive event offers the opportunity for you to engage with one of our federal representatives and gain valuable insights into current legislative matters. You may submit questions in advance by emailing them to nperry, that's N-P-E-R-R-Y, at murrayalliance.com. The event will take place on August 15th from 1130 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Puckett's in downtown Columbia, located at 15 Public Square. The cost is $25 for Murray Alliance members and $30 for non-members. The Columbia Mayor's Youth Council consists of Murray County High School students selected by a panel who will have the opportunity to serve as a council member until graduation if they choose. Applications for the 2023-24 Columbia Mayor's Youth Council class will go live on August 1st. Through the Mayor's Youth Council, students in Columbia will grow to become the next leaders of our city, and their participation will create a foundation for expanding our population of informed high school students. In addition, a council of student representatives will create an ideal avenue for local politicians to interact and learn from their constituents. Applications for the 2023-24 Columbia Mayor's Youth Council class will go live on August 1st. You can learn more by visiting www.columbiatn.com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Mary Jane Galloway Moody, 80. A retired employee of Travelers Insurance Company and a resident of Houston, Texas, died Sunday, February 12th, following a brief illness. A graveside service for Mrs. Moody will be conducted on Saturday, July 29th at 10 a.m. at Polk Memorial Gardens to lay her to rest beside her husband. Oaks and Nichols funeral directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have partly cloudy skies today with a stray shower or thunderstorm possible. The high will mean 91 degrees with winds out of the southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect mainly clear skies and a low around 70. Winds will be light and variable. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, 
Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard. The same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg. We do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7 your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Tennessee Representative Gloria Johnson will challenge U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn for her Senate seat next year, with the Knoxville Democrat assembling a campaign staff ahead of an official campaign announcement expected within weeks. 
Johnson, whose profile shot to national prominence after Tennessee Republican lawmakers tried and failed to expel her from the state house this spring, won't yet confirm her decision to run, though two people with knowledge of her plans confirmed to the Tennessean that campaign staff are currently being hired. I'm having a lot of conversations with people who are hungry for better leadership in Washington, Johnson said. Tennesseans deserve someone who will stand up to special interests and fight to lower costs for families to build good lives. We have a senator who stands with bullies, and I have a reputation for standing up to bullies, she said. Johnson, a retired teacher, was first elected to the Tennessee House in 2012. After losing her seat by slim margins in subsequent cycles, she was re-elected in 2018. Republican redistricting efforts last year drew her into a Democratic colleague's district, so Johnson moved and won election in a new seat. Johnson has long been one of the most outspoken House Democrats, both during legislative debates and on social media, often drawing the ire of Republican colleagues. When freshman Democratic representatives Justin Jones of Nashville and Justin Pearson of Memphis mounted a gun reform protest on the House floor in April in the wake of the deadly Covenant school shooting, Johnson stood beside them. Republican leadership quickly moved to punish the trio, cutting off building access to the elected officials before mounting unprecedented expulsion proceedings. Johnson narrowly survived her expulsion vote, while Jones and Pearson were expelled. The proceedings drew international attention, with the trio dubbed the Tennessee Three and earned the lawmakers a trip to the White House. Johnson said she's mulled a potential Senate run since the beginning of the year, though the events of the spring mean she could enter the race this summer with national name recognition and increased funding prowess. In their short time away from the House, Pearson and Jones recorded stunning fundraising numbers in a matter of days. Memphis environmental justice activist Marquita Bradshaw has already announced another bid for the U.S. Senate seat. Bradshaw, a newcomer to electoral politics in 2020, pulled a surprising Democratic primary win to challenge Bill Haggerty for an open Senate seat. Haggerty handily won in the general election. If she becomes the Democratic nominee, Johnson will face an uphill battle against Blackburn. The state is overwhelmingly Republican in statewide contests. Blackburn defeated former Democratic Governor Phil Bredesen in 2018 by nearly 11 points, carrying all but three of Tennessee's 95 counties. No Democrat has won a statewide race in Tennessee since Bredesen cruised to re-election for governor in 2006. A poll in May by Vanderbilt University found 46% of respondents had a favorable view of Blackburn's job performance. Tennessee gas prices are continuing to fluctuate, moving $0.08 more expensive on average since last Monday. The Tennessee gas price average is now $3.17, which is $0.05 more expensive than one month ago, but $0.77 less than one year ago. Gas prices are still fluctuating across the state, and even though prices moved higher on the week, Tennessee still has the second cheapest state gas price average in the country, said Megan Cooper, spokeswoman for AAA, the auto club group. Given the recent uptick in crude oil prices, it will likely take a couple of weeks for pump prices to normalize across the state. Until then, drivers should expect to see additional fluctuations in pump pricing, she said. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Three, two, one. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. On Saturday, August 5th, the ultimate end-of-summer concert event is headed to Liberty Hall at the Factory at Franklin, featuring American Idol favorites Haven Madison, Megan Danielle, and Tyson Venegas. Tickets are on sale now at franklinsummerbash.com. Nashville area fans will be treated to a live concert event from three top ten finalists from the most recent season of American Idol, which concluded in May. Haven Madison departed the show just missing the top five, and Megan Danielle was runner-up to this season's champion, Ian Tongi. Also from the top ten, fan favorite and platinum ticket holder Tyson Venegas has just been added to the event lineup. Additional surprise guests are expected to appear. All tickets are general admission. General admission tickets are $25 in advance due to the demand. Advanced purchase is highly recommended. Get them at franklinsummerbash.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.